is OpenAI going to actually kill Google? This is one of the, the questions that I guess any of us has uh, in, uh, in mind since we saw the release of uh, ChatGPT, which was the last uh, conversational interface which um, leveraged on the, the last update of uh, GPT, uh, the GPT model by OpenAI. That really was, uh, was um, mind-blowing from many perspectives. And of course, we want to look at uh, both the, 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 you know, the incredible features of uh, this conversational interface, but also the a little bit of uh, the, the limitations that uh, it, uh, it has. Now, of course, when we look at the Google business model, it's quite interesting because Google has, tried, has actually been one of the first uh, tech players that set the, the stage and really a standard for how to build a digital business model. Google was, we can say, uh, the, the mother of all tech companies that we know today, uh, as also other successful companies like Facebook, when they come came on, on the market, they simply copied the Google advertising machine. So we can say that Google really set the standard for what would be the dominant business model of the web, which was the advertising business model. And really the Google business model, it's sort of a hidden um, asymmetric business model where you actually get uh, a free search engine that uh, used to work and work pretty well compared to what we had 20 years ago and is scaled extremely, extremely well. Together with uh, uh, an advertising engine uh, comprising uh, AdSense and, uh, and uh, Google, what we call today Google Ads, and this was really the engine that managed and that you know enabled actually Google to scale things up. Yet uh, things are now changing pretty fast, as uh, you know, uh, OpenAI released uh, the the ChatGPT. Uh, that is uh, really just a conversational interface that uh, shows up uh, all the uh, key uh, features of uh, the, the the release, the last released uh, update of uh, GPT-3. It's quite interesting because, of course, this shows us also uh, the the capability of the the interface, uh, but as well. Uh, as, as we'll see, uh, also some of the limitations. And, you know, uh, you see already that when you open up uh, ChatGPT, if you got the chance to play with it a little bit, you see that it already tells you what are the limitations of, uh, of the model. Uh, this is, of course, just a conversational interface, meaning that uh, it has uh, the ability to actually uh, give you the chance to uh, to, to um, interact with, uh, with follow-up questions, give a feedback, and enable the, 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 the model to be used in a much more uh, interactive way. Uh, as you can see, some of the, the limitations that it tells you is that, of course, it might generate incorrect information. This is a key element to understand, uh, because what happens is that uh, ChatGPT leveraging like the la latest release of uh, GPT-3, um, actually, uh, it, it knows extremely well on how to structure something on a, on a logical way which makes it sound extremely, extremely confident in most of the information that it gives. But on the other end, it might give you wrong information, even though it gives you the impression that this information is actually right. Similarly to when you go on Google and you search for something, and you know, on the other side, Google has indexed and ranked an information which is actually wrong. So here, ChatGPT, uh, is uh, is telling you might be telling you something that is wrong with the 
with uh, with confidence and that's the tricky part of technology we think that is objective when reality it has mistakes and we believe that you know <laughs> as, a, as a technology cannot make mistakes but this is one of the limitations another uh you know <clears throat> limitation is that uh the the as you can imagine uh, the language model has been trained on uh, billions of parameters and so uh you know also the ability of the model is based on the what uh, the, the data set that has been used for the training and therefore it might produce biased content information. Another thing is that, of course, the model has been trained on knowledge of world events, uh, you know, until a certain period in 2021. Now, GPT has incredible uh, features. Uh, you know, you can ask it uh, to, to do um, anything. Um, you know, you can become pretty much uh, also a, a programmer uh, with the GPT because, for instance, you can tell it to generate a Python code for a stock tracker. Uh, let me let me give just a very quick to show you what it can do, even when you give it very very quick prompt. Um, so again, I just give it a very quick prompt, not even uh, specifying what are the uh, characteristics of these. And yet he uh, tries to understand what's the uh, what, what is that I'm trying to to uh, uh, have as a as final outcome. And yet it comes back with uh, with uh, something quite interesting, uh, which is again <clears throat> Python code that is going to create a sort of a, of a stock uh, stock tracker. Uh, of course, um, if you're a programmer, you can check whether the code is right or wrong. In some cases, I guess you might get it wrong, and so you have to fix the bugs. And the interesting thing is, you can use ChatGPT uh, itself to actually fix the bugs because you can, you know, uh, just input the bug within, and it's gonna tell you where the mistake might be. And so it's gonna help you even in identifying the bug, even if it might be wrong initially. And so again, there are many, many possibilities where ChatGPT is. Uh, it's really. A revolution in a sense because it's at the same time a productivity tool for for business people whether you're writing um, you know uh, for whoever or you're like trying to code or you're trying to do like research anything can be done with this tool and at the same time if they understand how to scale this up it can become an incredible consumer a tool because it can become a tool uh, that can become for instance an alternative to google course there is a problem of scalability. There is a problem of ethics, understanding how the model can be scaled without it generating uh, misinformation. There are many issues for now that needs to be figured. However, however, the prospect is also quite interesting. Now, if you look at the potential business models of uh, GPT, um, you know, first thing that I want to emphasize, uh, Microsoft is, uh, is a key partner of uh, chat of uh, OpenAI. And so uh, first business model that comes to mind, of course, is that uh, Microsoft is going to be able to uh, draw uh, as many developers as possible on top of Azure, which is the cloud um, uh, platform, to enable those developers to actually build on top of uh, GPT-3 and OpenAI infrastructure. That's the most logical one. Of course, this is a B2B uh, sort of uh, business model. Now, if we um, move forward and we see the development instead of a potential business model for, for OpenAI, where it might go, I think the most interesting side is we're going to see uh, these uh, OpenAI coming up as a next uh, business platform. 
you know, we're all been uh, uh, theorizing in the last years that blockchain and then AR and then VR will be the next business platform. But in reality, as it's always interesting in business, it always it is always unpredictable to understand which one is going to be the one that um, uh, is going to be rising first and if it's going to happen at all. But interesting part is, uh, to me, uh, is that actually right now, we have uh, a plethora of uh, hub which have been uh, built on top of, um, uh, you know, of, uh, of uh, GPT. Um, and, you know, uh, for instance, if we go on this, um, on this site here, which is called uh, GPT-3 Demo, uh, it's quite interesting because right now you can figure out that there are over 400 apps developed on top of it. When it says apps, it means that there are over uh, 400, uh, you know, web applications, uh, browser extensions, browser extensions, or um, uh, also mobile apps uh, that have been developed on top of GPT-3 in a very uh, short time frame. And of course, this only tracks a part of them. There are many others out there. Uh, there are many applications that are, that, are, that are quite interesting. For instance, you can, you know, with the, with this type of from extension, you're able to add GPT, chat GPT right on uh, your your browser, just like uh, I did um, uh, I did here. Where you know I can pretty much have a chat GPT here, uh, and um, you know I can ask anything uh, here, and it's quite interesting. Works pretty well. There are many other applications that are uh, sparring up right now. It's interesting. There is a robo lawyer, uh, powered by AI, which is called Do Not Pay, uh, which is able to go on the chat of companies uh, out there. Uh, for instance, if you have a subscription, let's say with uh, with an uh, um, energy provider, and the bot is going to go there, is going to chat with the support, and is going to ask for a change plan or whatever, so that is going to make you save money. <laughs> and this is quite interesting because you can use it for complaints, you can use it to change subscriptions. It, it is disruptive, meaning that uh, you know for for companies out there, uh, this can really have the potential to uh, become uh, an agent that goes out there. And it starts to negotiating with uh, with companies and it starts to lower prices. So it's going to become much easier to negotiate for 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 uh, consumers. Another interesting one, which is oh, it's uh, this uh, ask me anything a search engine. Uh, this is of course uh, more like uh, um, uh, you know dummy version, but search engine that can be powered uh, directly with uh, with uh, Chat uh, GPT. Uh, three uh, uh, chat GPT and um, again quite uh, quite interesting. It pulls up the answer and then it gives you uh, back a link to uh, to any page. Uh, and again, when we look at the OpenAI, I think uh, the most interesting part is uh, this is going to be uh, the, the the platform of the future, meaning that we're going to see on top of it a lot of applications sprouting up. Uh, and you know, on the one side is going to be a B two B platform, enterprise platform, and then on the other side. Is going to be uh, enabling an ecosystem for uh, for for many many uh, you know users across the world. Now you might ask, okay, but what's the the the, the physical um, platform for for this one? And you know who knows? Maybe uh, the the something like uh, smart glasses may be something. Uh, you know, if I were Microsoft right now, be uh, pushing uh, right now um, uh, a device, a consumer device like care device. That is powered by, powered by uh, a multi-model uh, GPT-4, uh, for instance. Imagine that we get a GPT model where uh, everything uh, can be can be uh, you know generated by the model from images, text, audio, and it can take whatever input 
as ambiguous as it is and can translate it into uh, images, text, video, whatever. Imagine this sort of interface as a perfect interface for a smart glass. And if I were Microsoft, which is one of the main partner of OpenAI, I would release that as the hardware, which really uh, is companion for, for, um, for the software side, which is going to be the bunch of applications that will be developed on top of OpenAI. So you release OpenAI as a marketplace, while on the other side, you got um, an operating system, which can be developed by Microsoft, for instance, for that. That is an example. And I think it's the most compelling one. Uh, because, of course, uh, you know, we know that uh, Apple has created like a multi-trillion dollar company thanks to the business ecosystem, which is the App Store. Right now, it's still ripping off the benefits of those after 15 years since the launch of the first iPhone. So it's quite interesting to go to see where uh, we're going next with that. And there are many other applications, like there are uh, other companies built on top of um, OpenAI, like Jasper, like uh, CopyAI. Uh, there are like other applications that are quite interesting, like Interior AI, that is a, a real platform where you upload images that is going to give you a layout, a rough layout of uh, how you might want the, the the your house. So really, it's going to be a sort of a, um, sort of a automating part of the work that is done by designer or architects. And again, here the the thing is, um, you know, you may get scared, uh, and I understand, uh, you know. I had the same feeling when they saw ChatGPT on the potential that he had in writing anything. But on the other side, you also understand the potential of amplifying yourself and your business to actually, um, you know, do more and more of the workflow and uh, do more, uh, better, and actually uh, be able to um, also build products in a way that you can reach more and more people. So it's quite interesting. Other applications like, you know, Avatar AI were uh, started as a niche product where you can upload, uh, you know, an image and it's going to generate like variations of uh, that image uh, as sort of cartoonized style. And instead now is evol evolving into like real uh, live picture variations also for professionals. Imagine that uh, you need a variation uh, from, from a picture of yourself, which is not well done. Uh, it can generate variations of you in many poses, also professional poses. So it's expanding very, very quickly. Uh, and, you know, it's quite interesting because you see that if you go also on the App Store right now, one of the, the most popular app is called Lens AI, which is just, um, you know, like uh, like Avatar AI. It's, uh, uh, it's uh, an app that... Uh, uh, generates uh, avatars of yourself through a very simple and straightforward photo and video uh, editor. Um, so it, when you see such rise of uh, of um, uh, those interfaces, this is incredible because it tells you that there's right now an explosion that is a bottom-up explosion, meaning there are many people that are actually uh, experimenting with, uh, with AI by using a lot of commercial applications. That's the most interesting aspect. So let's look at what's going on next. I hope that I'm gonna give you more and more of those updates.